Jaspers took away. Jaspers gets your money's worth. Now, that was exactly Yo, yo, yo. Welcome to Pro Pals Talk. It's me, Lito. It's Ross. It's five. The New Orleans Pelicans uh, played against the Cleveland Cavaliers. We lost the game 113-103. Let's get into it. What's up, guys? What's poppin'? How y'all doing? Chillin', man. How you feeling? Man, it's, it's good, man. It's good, man. I wouldn't, you know what I'm saying? Like, they, they, it was a tough game. Um, I have some thoughts on it. Before I get into it, let me say this. This podcast is sponsored by Birds All Law Firm, the official injury lawyers of Boo Crew Media, Located at 918 Poison Street by the Superdome, give them a call, 504-523-5413. If you or someone you know has been involved in an accident, be sure to mention we sent you. We is me, five, and Ross. Birds are law firm, the official injury lawyers of Booker Media. All right, y'all. Uh, tough loss today. Um, you look like you had some off the bat. Five. What you got? Man, I- I'll be honest. I don't think it was a tough loss. Okay, be. cool. Cause yeah, I, I wanted to, I wanted to say that I wanted to say that, but I didn't want to like. <laughs> no, it, it's it's kind of what you wanted to see, right? It's just similar to the to the Boston game, right? You lose a game like this where you're you're, you're outmanned, right? They have their guys. We kind of don't. I know Donovan ended up getting hurt, didn't play, mm-hmm. didn't finish the game, but you kind of need these games. You want to see like how guys react in a game like this, and how how you can try to get back in the game. Just different scenarios or. Are your young guys on on the road in a in a different environment? And you know, some of those guys, it was kind of like a homecoming. You thought, you know, they'd probably you know raise their game up a little bit, but even in that, it's like Cleveland Cleveland fans are kind of you know they they get up for games, you know, and they have a really good team. They're really well coached. They're a really good defensive team. So see how can you you know how can you get shots? How can you score? How can you um you know can you win certain matchups against you know? Evan Mobley and those guys and Jared Allen. So I think that was that was a huge, huge uh, point there. 19 and four at home. I mean, so they're not, yeah, they're not a slouch. Right. Let me, uh, so look, I'll be honest, uh, kind of thought we would lose worse than we did. To see mm-hmm. this is encouraging. Honestly, to me, I feel like this was one of those games where, like, the, the way we played against this team, who I think is, you know, they had they may have Eastern Conference finals ambitions. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I think it's possible with their their roster. Um, I feel like did see some encouraging things. Uh, there are some things that I also did question. Ross, I'm gonna just jump into it. Uh, Jonas had 22 and 13, but he only had nine shots. What 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 do you as from a coach's perspective? Right, he had a great first half. Didn't really. Couldn't get much daylight in the second half. Didn't didn't really get a, a lot of looks. What do you think is going on there? Yeah, I don't know. Um, it felt like the Detroit game. There was really a there was a point in the game where it was just a hey, we're going to cram it down. Like we're going to cram this down their throat. Then they can't stop it, and right. it is what it is. Um, it, it, there was a different, obviously a different a different lineup. Today, you know, the, the Pistons are undermanned. They don't really have a, a traditional center that, that can even match up. I think you had two, you know, they start two seven-footers today. And I think for him to play as well as he played, maybe was even surprising a little bit. But the point was, he, he was being, he was so effective down there that you almost had to employ the same strategy of, you got to stick with what is working. And whether that was the game plan coming in or not, 
you throw the game plan out the window, like because that's what's working. It, you know, there's something that we'll I'll talk about another similar thing of what was working that we just went away from later. But that that's for me the biggest reason that like yes, I understand the you know we probably should have lost this game. Or I mean, on paper, we definitely should have lost this game. Yeah. Um, but that was the only frustrating thing is that we were very much in it and we very much had a chance to win it. And I, I felt like there was a gap there middle of the second half, you know, mid third quarter, late third quarter to like middle of the fourth quarter where I kind of just threw my hands up. Like, what the hell are we doing? Um, but yeah, I, I don't, I don't have a good reason for why he didn't get more touches. Good. Frustrating. Yeah. Might be on mute. You all right, so my girl, AirPods were on. She clicked on. I was like, well, how do you even do that? But anyway, so another part of that, we didn't score for the first five minutes of the fourth quarter, right? Right. I, you know, like we were stuck on 81 for like the longest. At no point did we say, let's throw the ball into to JV. Let's see if he can go get us a bucket. You know, even if they double, because I kind of compare it to the, let's say the, the jazz game where they, you know, they got a couple seven footers, right. That they, you know, that they can, you know, beat defensive in. And of course, Jared Allen's way better than, than those guys, but you still got to let Jonas work, right. You still got to give him that chance, you know? Yeah. You may have not getting a lot of foul calls, but you know, they're going to send two eventually, right. Cause he's bigger, he's stronger, you know, he has decent footwork. He can get a shot off, but if they do, right. You kind of have to get the, get the, the Cavaliers in motion. You can't just allow them to stay still and, and defend because it's easy because they're the number two defense. I think they might be number two or number one mm-hmm. defensive rated team in the NBA. You can't just be stagnant against a team like that. You have to get them moving. And you don't have a lot of guards that get into the paint like a Darius Garland. So your op- your other option is to play inside out and then have them scramble that way. So I don't know why. I, I'm, I agree with Ross. I don't know why we didn't go to a plan like that, but yeah, man. That's I, I I agree with both of y'all. I think like you know, the game is matchup dependent, and I know you have an idea of what you want to do going into the game. But I feel like when you when you're in it and you're seeing what's being effective and what's not being effective, you should then know. All right, hey, look, he, hey, J- Jared Allen is a great defender, man, and he was killing him. He made him yeah. look like a baby, even when they put Mobley on him. Like Mobley don't Mobley don't have the body. To to yeah. to be able to uh you know just straight up and straight up and down guard him, um I guess let's switch gears for a second. So in the first half, I feel like Trey was very aggressive. Trey was he was getting to the rim. He was doing all the things we 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 like to see. He was a lot quicker with the trigger. Um, the second half it kind of curtailed, but uh, he still did end up with some drives towards later in the fourth quarter. What, what y'all see from Trey today? It was good to see him knock down a couple, but I really just want him to be more decisive. Like, don't second guess yourself. Just go for it, dog. Just go for it, whatever it is. Because you get, you, I think he outthinks himself. Like, you're a smart dude. Why are you outthinking yourself? Like, you, you know what you want to do or should do. Well, I believe so. If you're going to drive, drive. If you're going to shoot, shoot. No matter who's there, my man. No matter who's in your face. Because that was a, it was one shot in the, on the I think it was, I believe, in the second half. He caught it on the right one. He just ripped it. Just let it rip. Yeah. Yo, yeah. that. And if you miss, who cares? Who cares? You're the best shooter, and you got to feel like that. No matter when I'm shooting, how I'm shooting, I got to pull. Like, I got to pull. Yep. Yep. 
I, I, I mean, I, I was literally going to say the exact same thing. I, I was ready to come on here and say that I, I thought the first half might have been the best half Trey played all year. And yeah. that's not – I mean, I'm sure there's some point in some point in the season where he might have had more points or something. But I felt like just in terms of being assertive, making quicker decisions, and then – I mean, I don't know what the hell we did at halftime. But it's like he came out in the <laughs> second half and, and wasn't the same guy. It's like after you played so well in the first half, I, I'd have thought you'd have come out and been maybe even more aggressive. Instead, it was – it was a – it was just not quick decisions. I, no one is that we're never going to like, I'm never going to fault Trey for if you're open and the ball hits your hand, Shoot. I, we've yeah. been saying it from the jump, like he's a shooter. Like, yeah, they're going to go through little bad trenches where they miss some. And if it's not a shot, don't be like, sometimes it's, it's almost like he has to remind himself after he catches it. If the three's not there to drive, as opposed to just being instinctual. And I, that felt like it happened more times in the second half where it's like he has to almost like remember like, oh, shit, I'm supposed to like I'm supposed to do this now. And, and I, I just would like to that become more of like more fluid. And, and it comes with experience. But it was really weird to see what happened in the first half and the second half, because I, I really was, I was ready to come on here and say, man, I, I thought the dude just played the best game that I've seen him play. And then he kind of reverted back a little bit in the second half. But. Let me let me what you, go ahead, Fire. What you got? I was gonna say it's like I think Ross was kind of getting to it where there were points in there where in the second half he was about to reverse the ball like like you could see those half second thoughts kind of go through it and and with that those beats right you kind of you kind of get out of rhythm when you do that you mess up the next man shot if you don't get rid of it quick enough or you don't make a decision like it's all rhythm it's all instinctual and if you're not instinctual on a basketball court you're almost dead you're almost predictable. Right. Let me ask y'all this. Is the we saw the first half, which was a brilliant first half that Trey put together. I mean, from you know, pretty much all sides of the ball, he was he was he was pretty he was he was even decent on defense, I would say, in the first half. Um is the lack of aggression though in the second half, is that more related to the player or on coaching? Because we just talked about miss we talked about matchups and we talk about we talked about what was working and what was not working. So who who would you pin that on if you had to put it on somebody? I'll, I'll I'll say I, I have to put it on the player in that situation just because I, I didn't you didn't need to change anything you had already done that was successful mm-hmm. so it's, it's hard for me to put it on co- the coaches didn't go in halftime and say Trey can't do that anymore no way I mean there's no way that's what they said I wasn't in there but there's no way that's what they said and so for me it's something it's something weird that either maybe happened in the game or sometimes it just takes one play one play where you hesitate for whatever reason, and then it affects the next one and the next one and the next one, and you have to play yourself back out of that. I, I don't think, at least in my opinion, it has anything to do with the coaches in that specific scenario. Yeah, man, I, I, I kind of agree with Ross. Like, that, yeah, it's on him. It's all on him. I don't, there's nothing. Yeah. I, I don't think Willie's telling him anything. I think Willie's imploring him to shoot the fucking I think so, too. My bad, Lala. Shoot the rock. Like, there, there's no way – like Trey isn't getting that mantra from everybody. Like, yo, just shoot it, bro. If you miss, yeah. just make. If you shoot good shots, nobody's tripping. If you missing good shots, and you're a great shooter, so nine times out of ten, they're pretty much all good shots. If you get a good look, you know. So let it rip, man. Be fearless in that. Who cares about the stats? Who cares about that? Like, yeah. just, just hoop. Just who? Just like this at the time, like he get downhill, he jumped straight into Jared Allen's chest, boom, still finished contact. Like, take that mentality to everything that you do. Mm-hmm. 
that goes to defense, that goes to rebounding, that goes to shooting, that goes to driving the ball, that goes to moving the basketball, all the things, the same mentality, the, the mentality should be the same. Aggressive, uh, instinctual, uh, not thinking too much. Just just do it, bro. I think uh, I think Trey, I think Trey's, I don't want to say issue, but I think the thing stopping Trey is just Trey, honestly. Yeah. Like, he's just a, such a nice guy that, that I think is just – in him to be like, I don't know, like respectful of whatever the, 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 sometimes you just gotta be like, man, F that play. You know what I'm saying? Like, I'm gonna I'm call my own number. Man, um, listen, he, he, I, I know that, go ahead. I'm gonna say, I know damn well Najee Marshall ain't got no plays in the playbook. But None. every time I look up, he got 15, 14, 20, 20 something points. I don't think he care about, and he's been running, he's been a de facto point guard, you know, for us. And I, and I know for a fact, for a fact that he ain't, they ain't plays running from Najee Marshall. Mar- Najee Marshall is just making plays. That's it. So, so, and you said something that was a uh, kind of. You said something that was important to me. You said that uh, there were a couple times tonight where Trey almost put Jared and Mobley in the room. Like, like he he almost sent them to the gulag. Right. I I do think that yeah, like rest in peace. Like they had they had kids there. You know what I'm saying. I do think that. He should carry that aggressiveness. But since we all we all Najee, man, let's talk about Najee, right? Najee, Najee again with a with a I guess you would call now would become, you know, these Najee performances where he he gets the ball uh in whatever situation, he gets downhill. A downhill Najee is the best version of Najee. Najee, Najee, for whatever reason, he he has this this one move, not just one move, but he has this move where he gets the ball, he just reverses pivot. Just he, he's gone. Like he is no, it's no thinking there. Like this is just instinctual for him at this point. Fourteen points, three rebounds, three assists. He was seven to twelve from the field. Uh, he didn't make a three, but I still he I still feel like he had a good overall uh, performance, and he was a steadying force for us tonight. What, how y'all feel about Najee? I, I'll go first. My man, Ross. Uh, no, nah, I think he was he was Najee. There's there's nothing that you know he was getting downhill. Yeah, he wasn't getting the calls that he usually gets. Right. I mean. There's, there's some games he gets four or five, sometimes seven free throw free throw attempts, and he just wasn't getting it. And that's and that's okay. That's a really good defensive team. But there were some some calls I think the refs missed that Najee usually gets. Um, yeah. But the, the aggression was still the same. The mentality was still the same for him. Um, I think he did a great job defensively, like like he always does. And I just think this game against the Cavs or is kind of like a a good test for you because it, it was multiple guards that can handle the ball, and you had to be able to. You know, switch defense, switch defenders, and rotate. And I think Najee did a, where there was a couple times where uh, they were going to put JV in a ball screen, but he switched off just so JV, JV wouldn't be in the ball screen, and they kind of got out of it. It was just like those. I think Najee's mentality and mentally, his basketball IQ has increased like game after game after game, and he's getting like he's starting now, like he's. He's a de facto point. Like, he really is a point guard on this team, especially for the starting unit. And he's getting him in the sets, the right sets, in and out, and and making great decisions, you know, getting downhill, shooting that floater, or, you know, making the right pass. Yeah, it may not end up in a bucket at all the times, but I think he's making the right play. What you got, Russ? Well, nothing really to add. Yeah, Najee's been a revelation. Because, I I mean, there were times last year where I I thought offensively he was almost unplayable. And I I think – you know, he just has clearly developed his skill set. But, you know, five mentioned <clears throat> basketball IQ, and I, I, I really wanted to get into to two guys 
one mm. which I thought played incredible today, and another which I think yeah, I texted Justin in the middle of the game and said I'd give up. I'd trade two wins for losses right now if somebody told me he got traded tomorrow. I'm so tired of watching Jackson Hayes play. Um, it, it 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 just the basketball IQ has not moved in four years. It just has not changed, and it, it it's so frustrating to watch him chase out somebody on the perimeter, jump out of control, foul a three point shooter that's you know not a thirty you know just a, a non a non shooter. It just he does two or three things every time he's out there that I just say it just it's not clicking. He's it, 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 not it's just not clicking and. It, it's almost like he does a couple of things that that help that like it pumps the other team up. Like it's such a silly play that it pumps the other team up. And I I thought he was noticeably bad today. I really did. I, I thought he was just terrible. Um, I'll let y'all. Yeah, y'all can go ahead and comment on that no, if you want to. So, I, I would so like to talk the guy that was good too. Five, no, yeah, I want to get I want to get to the guy who was good. But five, he <laughs> Ross has a <laughs> listen. I have a question here. My question that I was going to ask y'all is, what more do we need to see to not play Jax? Because I, I li- li- listen, this this is the this is the this is the important thing for me, right? Your granny was there. This is your first gives your, your granny's first basketball game. This was granny's first basketball game, and like, that's what you do. Come on, man. What what you got? I just think he was probably trying. I think he was trying too hard, right? Trying to have like that's Jackson, right? He he's trying to put on a show. Um, it just didn't work tonight. It just didn't work today. Like it, it is what it when, is. When, 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 ha, when has it worked though? When has it worked? There's been games where it's worked. Let's 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 be honest. There's been games where Jackson Hayes been, has played really well, but that's the thing with Jackson is really up and it's really down, and it, there's really no middle ground for him. There really isn't. He's either really good or he's really bad and it's and and that's just what it is now it's almost like i don't know it's, it's almost like as if he he's trying to make like a highlight or a splash play each rip and it's just not like that and it basketball isn't that basketball is death by a thousand cuts it's uh it's rules to it it's rules to playing you know and there's times where he's he's in the corner and it's and it's the strong side and he cuts well, you really can't cut because there isn't a lane to cut, but he's so deficient offensively that that's all he can do at this point, right? That's all he, he can do to get involved. He doesn't know just stay and just be the swing man, and you may be able to, if they swing it, reverse swing it, maybe you can cut on the backside, but he he's just not there yet. Why does he not know that, though? But that. He doesn't know how to, and that for me is it, more than the highs and the lows. It's it's that he doesn't know how to play. And, and I, it, it's Who does that fall hard on? to watch? Who does that fall on? I, I put that. I put that on the player. I, I have to because because I've seen I've seen them develop other guys that are his age or younger. It, it, at a certain point, I, well, no. I, I, let me I, let me back up. Actually, I, I probably put it on whoever drafted him. Whoever drafted him's fault because there's this there's this notion that like, oh, he's he's got tools and we can teach him how to play basketball like how many guys have gotten to the nba and they've taught them how to play basketball that's a small list that's that's the world we live in though that we can have a deeper conversation about that because you know everybody's getting drafted on potential austin not to sidebar but austin Rivers just had a was on a podcast and he talked somewhat similar because these guys are just they're hoop mixtape babies right all they see is highlights and that's, that's all they see they don't know the purity of basketball like really the rules that it takes and and the skill that it takes to play basketball and the knowledge 
more so the applied knowledge that it takes. I mean, I could tell you everything I know, but I'm no greater than Jackson Hayes because I cannot apply that knowledge that I know on the basketball court, on the NBA basketball court. But the fact that I have it is cool. But that's that who's teaching him how to play this sport. Yeah, I, I just don't. I think there's a certain level of, of basketball IQ that just cannot be taught. And maybe you can you, you can learn little things that help here and there. I just don't know that somebody that starts from that baseline, how, how much they ever get at the NBA level. Like, I, I, that's just my opinion. I, I don't. It's hard for me to start blaming. It. Yeah, it's just hard for me to start blaming other people, um, yeah. other than other than the eva- the people that evaluated and drafted him and thought we can take these tools and and teach him. It, it, I just I don't know if you can do it, and it certainly has not. Whatever we've taught, whatever they've tried to teach, is just not setting in because it's the same mistakes over and over and over again, and that just can get so frustrating. And I'm sure the coaches are frustrated by it too. Yeah. I'm sure. But, but I the mean, guy, I mean, man, go ahead. Go, go ahead. ahead. I'm sorry. Go ahead. No, I was just going to no, say, man, I, I, just don't know, I don't know. I'm sorry. I, I was just going to say just about the, just the, the round off the Jackson, uh, the Jackson segue. Like, I don't know what more else he needs to see. Right. Like I, I, I listen, I, I understand that Willie, uh, Hernan Gomez is frustrated about his lack of playing time. And I don't blame him because he's better than Jackson Hayes. I, you give Willie, you give him ten minutes, he's gonna get you a double double, right? I don't, I don't understand how he can't get any minutes at all. That, that's the, the kicker to me. Like when Jackson comes in again, I don't have the, 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 I don't have the stats in front of me, but like it's a considerable drop off, right? It's a steep drop off, and I'm sure like everything drops, offensive rating, defensive rating, the, the, just the basketball IQ in general, it, it's a drop off. But Ross, go ahead and get to your, your guy. No, I mean, it, it, the other guy was, was Dyson. And uh, I thought he gave Donovan Mitchell hell until until Mitchell went out. I really did. I, I thought this was the best I've seen Dyson look in weeks. And, it, I mean, it doesn't, I don't even know what his box score looked like. It doesn't matter to me because I, I was watching the game. Um, I thought he played great. Uh, and, and there was a point late, maybe three minutes left in the third, Dyson comes out. I don't even know. Maybe Najee or somebody comes in for him. We're up three or four points. I think he comes back in like three or four minutes into the into the fourth quarter, and we're mm-hmm. we're down nine. I thought when Mitchell went out, I, I would have just slid Dyson over and just let him try to give Darius Garland hell because the opposite happened when he went out. When Dyson went out that game, Darius Garland went straight feasted. He was getting. Yeah. He was breaking his man down so quick that, you know, we, we got killed on the offensive glass. We got killed on the offensive glass, and it was because Darius Garland was breaking his man down so quickly that the big guy has to step up. Well, yeah, big guy steps up. Maybe he shoots a floater, misses or whatever, and we get hammered on the offensive glass. Go ahead, Pyle. I know you want to say something. Don't put that on JV either. Point is, don't put that on JV. I don't put, it, no, I don't put it on the big guy. I don't put it on the big guy at all. Who do you put it on? Who do you put it on? The backside guy that uh, you're gonna get broke. There's Garland's is he yeah. shit. Like that's gonna happen. My point is though. Hang on. My, and I agree. My point is is that I thought Dyson did such a great job against Donovan Mitchell. I'd have given him a bigger chunk of time against Garland because you never know his length. He's a little shiftier. You know, I would have liked to have seen what he could have done there, just given how well he played in the minutes that he was out there. Okay, but go ahead. 
No, my, my issue with that, because I, I, like basketball, is it, it's going to happen. You're not going to keep everybody in front of you. It, it just not. So rebounding, right, when the shot goes up, you, you, know, you know JV has to go help. You know that that's happened. The backside guy has to, you know, use your body, maneuver in front of Evan Mobley, and you're going to give up the three. It's Okura, whoever that, like, yo, yeah, I, got something, I got something to say about that, too. Like, yo, yo, give it up. Like, KYP, you know, know who that is. Like, all right, give it up. Cool. But the thing you don't want to give up is the offensive board. Because nine times out of ten, when you give up the offensive rebound, that shot that now that they do is taken, rather than the screen pass, oh, it's going in. Because anytime off an offensive board, the three is going in. You know that's happening. So rather than that, man, get in front of your man, box out, and, and you know, maybe it's an over a bet. Maybe it's that. But at least attempt to. Don't be caught in no man's land where you guard nobody. Five, I think it's I think that's the decisiveness, the indecisiveness on the guard too. Like it's like once they get beat, they don't know what to do, right? And, once you and, get and beat, now, like, once you get beat, you got to either chase back over the top or get to the corner for the guy who's right. coming back. And and that that is that that's the double part. That's what was really pissing me off. And and that like it just little things too that you notice when you're watching the games because I, I find myself getting so mad at at Joel and AD. Because they, they said a few times, same thing you said. It's like, oh, well, you know, you just leave it. You, you leave a Coro. You just leave him. Uh, no, you don't just – I mean, yes, you his man leaves him to go – Yes, that's what I'm to come down. Yeah. But you don't, you're not just leaving him. You start no. to go contest a shot. Yeah, look, I get it. Yeah. He's a career 32% three-point shooter or whatever he is. Go pull the stats on whatever he is with nobody within 10 feet of him in the corner. I'm sure that I bet happens. he ain't no 30%. Yeah. I bet he ain't 30%. No, yeah. neither is damn near anybody in the NBA. Yeah, we weren't even going out there to chase it. Like, somebody got to put a little – you can't let him shoot a, a warm-up three. And he's going to knock down three or four or whatever he shot today. It was, like, driving me nuts. Like, yes, I understand what they were saying. They're like, that's the first guy you come off of. It doesn't mean that there's not a plan in place defensively to still get out and contest that shot. And we made no attempt to contest any of the threes he took and consequently knocked all of them down. See, but that that's that's on – the installers, right? The the you know the people that that want. All right, it's on it's on the it's on the staff, bro. Like uh, I can't code it anymore. It's on the staff. Like what what's what are our defensive principles? What do we want to stop? All right, we're playing drop. Cool. So you know, as the guard playing drop, when the when your 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 help guy the the center the five is in drop and he come he comes over if he commits if he commits if he commits if your man. Your center commits to your man. You have to sprint all the way to the corner. Just take off. Like, don't even think about it. Because now that gives the man that's guarding the corner allegiance to go ahead and guard the, the guy on the on the opposite block. Like, it right. has to be instinctual. It can't be second-guessed. It cannot be – I don't get it. I just don't get it. But – Well, five. that's the reason why I said and, – and, and Ross, too, that's the reason why I said, like, when you when you look at the game, it looks like that's Jonas's fault. It's not because you're getting second and third rebounds. But AD said it at one point too. What are you you putting Jonas in a tough position? I have to contest a shot. Somebody has to get the weak side. If you don't contest a shot, then uh, Garland is getting a layup or a floater. It, yo, I think Gar, I think uh, JV, I think he blocked. I want to say two of Garland's floaters that I didn't think he could even get to. 
Yeah. And then somebody still got the rebound on Cleveland's team. So you can't you can't have it both ways. But let me ask y'all a question. All right. What if I told you the Pelicans shot 37% from three? They made more threes than Cleveland, right? They shot 51% from two, higher overall percentage than Cleveland. They had more assists than Cleveland at 26, and they had more steals at nine. What do you pinpoint as the reason why you lost this game? Probably didn't get to the free throw a lot. You know, that, that's probably uh, that. Um, probably the, you got the turnover. Thir- 13 3 on the offensive glass. Yeah. And we probably oh. got mad. And because of that, you probably got mashed in the paint. How many, what was the points in the paint? I bet we got mashed. Uh, Had to. Let me see. Let me see. Let me see. Let me I know see. we I know we got crushed on I think they had 13 offensive rebounds and we had two or three. They had 13 offensive rebounds and they had they beat us in rebound and it was 43 to 28. That's your game right there. 43 to 28. Yeah. 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 That's your game. Free right throws, there. free they shot 26 free throws. We shot 17. Okay, so that ain't that bad, but the rebounding is pretty 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 large for second chance points. I don't know what the points were off of second chance, but you know, just to have a almost 15 point edge or 15 you know rebound edge on the team yeah. that's pretty that tells you your game right there because you yeah. the Pels really aren't a great rebounding team you know mm-hmm. even when nice for Jonas has 18 and 17 rebounds like we're not a great rebounding team and I think that's, yeah you know, and I think that's because you know we try to play so fast but you can't score without the basketball so I think if we try to you know put an emphasis on just team rebounding and then running you still can play in transition because just because you're, you're playing fast does not guarantee you a bucket. You know, there are secondary breaks. There are other opportunities, but, you know, I, I don't know. I think you can play fast in uh, – you don't have to play fast the whole game. You can play fast in spurts. And, and to be yeah. honest, like this team is, isn't it, – it, when you have a Zion out, to me, there's no reason for you to play fast. Like you don't you don't have to play fast. CJ is a half-court scorer. Jonas is a half-court scorer. Um you know, um, but anyways, I guess moving forward, this game was a this game was a loss. But moving forward, you got the Heat on Wednesday. Wednesday at home, yeah. and we're they back I home after a tough stretch. They were they were getting um, they were getting roasted against the Hawks in the first half. They were down like thirty. They end up losing the game one twenty one to one thirteen. What are you looking forward to uh, in that game on Thursday on Wednesday? I'll start. Um, I think the team just needs to, you know, hopefully we can get some guys back. But as a, as a team, kind of play similar to the way we played tonight, but just be better uh, on the, you know, offensive, well, the defensive boards. Um, and then you think, you know, when you're at home, the role players kind of step up more. I'm still waiting on Jose to get his get his groove back, like uh, consistently, right? I, I think he probably has a, has a decent game against Miami. Um, I'm, I'm willing to bet on that. Just continue to do what you do, play downhill, and kind of try to execute, right? Especially in half-court sets. And, and I think, like Lito said, I think CJ and JV are really good scorers in a half-court. But I also want to see them get easy buckets. Like, why do they have to work so hard to get good shots? Like, can somebody create for them so they can get, you know, easy buckets? I don't <clears> – <throat> go ahead, Ross. Go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead. No, I was just—I was just gonna say I don't know. I don't know who could create for him. I don't. I don't. But that's what you gotta run. You gotta run something for them to get great shots. It can't just be, hey, let's play pick and roll between you two and and, and go get a bucket. Like, no, let's run something 
on the opposite end because even if you look at a team like like the Bucks, you know everything's probably related. Everything predicated. Predicated. Yeah. Damn, what, what the hell I was thinking about? But predicated on Giannis. But have you? I've seen instances where they run pick and roll with Drew and what's the white dude name? No, Trace Allen. No, not that white dude. Other white dude. Pat Connaughton. Pat yeah, Connaughton. Pat Connaughton, baseball player. Uh, I've seen them run pick and roll with Drew and Pat and, and get buckets. I'm like, yo, wait, whoa, whoa. That means, you know, other people can get involved and people, others score without Giannis? We should kind of implement that same kind of principle. Let's, you know, put other people in action rather than, you know, you know, they just playing help side or whatever. Like, no, let's put the whole defensive in it. Defense in action, not just the defender that that's really good at guarding JV or a CJ. Yeah, yeah. And I, Lito, I, yeah, and I, I don't have a ton to say about the Heat game. I, for me, it's it's really about getting guys back. I mean, I, I've said from the jump, if we could play 500 ball without, I mean, I said before you could play 500 ball without Bi and and Zion, that's that's a win. I mean, you throw Herb in there too, and I think it's it's doubly true. Um, so it's just is you know, it's about fighting as much as you can to, to stay where you're at. I mean, you, like I said, you got the heat at home, magic on the road, heat on the road, and then you come home to play whoever, the Nuggets or somebody. Um, yeah. You got to just try – you got to keep your head above water as best you can until you get guys back. When, you know, I'm not – we don't have enough, enough hours in the show for us to talk about that. Um, but we got to get guys back. Yeah, man. And just to, just to reaffirm, this show this show is sponsored to you by Birds All Love Firm. Uh, there are now when you poetry street. The show is also brought to you by New York Life. This show is brought to you by Company Burger and DraftKings. Uh, coldest boot, you know what I'm saying? Please like, subscribe, comment, tell your friends, tell your friends, share it. You know what I'm saying? We appreciate all the all the viewers and the viewership and the YouTube comments. I'm Lito. That's Ross. That's Five. Y'all got anything else? I'm good. See y'all. Oh. Oh, we ain't hit it all day. Coco. All right, we out. <laughs>